0: What happened in your room is not an isolated incident. It is something that is happening everywhere to everyone. About. So, where are you gonna
1: go?
2: Where are you gonna run? Where are you gonna hide? Nowhere. Because there's no one like you left. Well, welcome back everybody to take me to your reader, discussing adapted science fiction at its best and worst. I'm Seth. I'm James. And I'm Colin. And this time we're doing the second part of a two-parter for Invasion of the Body Snatchers by Jack Finney. Last time we did the book and the 1956 movie, and this time we're going to be talking about the 1978 adaptation and the 1993 adaptation and the 2007 movie. And for this one, we actually have a guest, Jonathan Watkins from CinemaSins. So hey, Jonathan.
3: Hey, how's it going, guys? Thanks for having me.
2: Thanks for joining. Um yeah, the man. kind of the history of this is I think Jonathan I saw you tweet about rewatching the 1956 movie and uh, and how awesome it is. <laughs> it's
3: it's possible. I do think it's awesome. Yeah. Yes. I uh yeah. I I grew up with a stepfather who was a 1950 sci-fi guy, so uh I watched <laughs> this a lot growing up, so
2: Hmm. Cool. Yeah. So I wanted to, first, first I want to talk about you a little bit. Um,
3: yeah, why sure. Don't you intro yourself. I, as you said, I work for cinema Sins, which means half your audience just turn this off. No, um, no, seriously though. No, I, I, write for cinema Sins and TV Sins and music video sends on the the YouTube channels. We just started commercial Sins actually. So now we have four right. channels. Oh, nice. Uh, I podcast, <laughs> uh, I have a podcast called behind the sends with uh, Aaron Dicer and Danae Hughes. And then I, uh, you know, just do some random other things. But uh, the main stuff I do is uh, uh oriented. So.
2: And you're a, a horror fan from way back, right?
3: Yeah, I am. Yeah, no, I mean, I watch, I, I definitely watch everything. I'm just a movie fan. But uh, yeah, I okay. grew up, uh, I grew up a horror fan. Uh, I got a mom who's a horror fan and uh, hmm. sisters that are horror fans. And uh, we watched a lot of horror movies growing up. So, uh, yeah.
2: Nice. Yeah, Colin. I think I've told you about the podcast chat cemetery uh, that I was on for. I went on there from Misery, mm-hmm. and Jonathan oh, been yeah. on there a couple times as well. Yes. And I feel like it's like you could totally guest on there, and because it's it's all Stephen <laughs> King.
4: Oh, <laughs> well, I'm familiar with Stephen King. Looking forward to the new adaptation of uh, Lisey's Story coming out on Apple TV. Yeah, so.
3: yeah, yeah. Uh, that is exciting. Oh, nice. That's uh, that's his favorite book, right? That he's written. I think
4: that's what he said. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, Colin.
2: Once we are all fully vaccinated, you should come over and. Watch while we still have Apple TV plus we're still riding out that uh, free year after getting a new device. so nice yeah so anyhow uh history with this franchise, Jonathan so it's like you know you've watched the original movie a ton. What about the rest of? Them?
3: uh yeah, no the original and oh definitely the 78 uh, I've seen okay. both of those many, many times. Um, I had never read the book though until uh, right. recently so that mm-hmm. was but and, and part of that, I I read a lot, but um, if I've seen the movie a bunch of times, I have a harder Mm -hmm. time going back. I've gotten better about that. As I've gotten older, I've gotten more curious. Mm -hmm. And I've been going back and reading books like Jaws and stuff like that of movies. Mm -hmm. I just recently read The Exorcist. And so I've tried to go back and uh, read some of these where I've seen the movie several times. And Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, but no, but the movies, the first two movies I've seen a ton. The 90s one I've seen, this was probably the fifth or sixth time I had seen it. Okay, but it it had been a while since I had seen it. uh The 2007 I had never seen until tonight. So okay, I'm pretty wow. fresh <laughs> off that one. Like I think I finished it about 45 minutes ago.
2: Awesome. So. Hey, we're good. We're nice. good.
3: <laughs> it didn't get good reviews when it came out. I don't. I don't remember why exactly I didn't go see it because I love Kidman, and mm-hmm. uh I mean I really love Kidman. And uh but it just I don't know, just something about it at the time. I guess I just yeah. wasn't in the mood. And then I haven't, you know. It's not. I don't know if that's one that's really been like readily available, Mm -hmm. uh, like a lot of the other ones. So
2: yeah. Well, so the other thing, um, I mean, kind of what you're talking about, right? About reluctance to read a book that you've seen the movie a ton. We've talked about it on this podcast, where Mm -hmm. where sometimes, like, if you were familiar with the the movie (laughs) first, like that feels like the true story, and so then the book feels wrong.
3: Yeah, that and a lot of these I feel like a lot of these older movies were uh, were were just more closely adapted. Like if you read like Rosemary's Baby is a great example where,
0: mm-hmm.
3: I mean, if, if you read that book, it just it's uh, the book and the movie are pretty much identical. Uh, OK, Um. so that's you know, that's that's probably the prime example. Uh, I just mentioned Jaws like Jaws is very different, but uh, not very mm-hmm. different, but definitely had some different things in it. Like there's this whole mafia storyline and stuff right. in the book. <laughs>
4: Yeah, right. uh, and the adultery subplot.
3: Yeah, the adultery subplot.
4: Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, we which, covered that one last summer.
3: Oh, nice, nice. Um, yeah. I'll have to listen to that. Um, but, uh, you know, Invasion was interesting. Like, I I, I guess the original was the closest adaptation, although there yeah. are things that it still doesn't do. I mean, the one thing about the book I found odd, I mean, can I talk about the book right now? Or, or Yeah, go for okay. it. Okay, the one thing about the book I that was interesting to me was how much there was a focus on uh, how much he wanted to bang... Um, Becky, what, yeah, Becky, Becky. Yeah. And like, it was like, yep. it was all these inner thoughts, like, yeah, yeah, you know, I shouldn't be thinking this, but I really want to touch that boob or what I mean, was it wasn't that, but it was, that's kind of how it came across. <laughs> right. And, um, th- I thought that was odd. Like that was something that's definitely not captured in the movie, but, uh, right. But, but, th- but the basic, the basic outline of the book is definitely, I think in most of the versions it, it- it's there. Mm-hmm. Although that's the, I think the original is the only one where he's actually a doctor, right? I mean, I guess Kidman's a doctor, but yeah. she's a psychiatrist, yeah. right? Uh,
2: so. Psychiatrists are MDs. So. Sutherland's a doctor. Well, that's true,
3: but he works for the health department, right? Which I thought, which I didn't really find, I, I don't know, that's interesting to me. And I, I think it totally yeah. works in that movie. But I didn't, I guess, I guess I did know he was a doctor, but I just didn't really think about it because he's with the health, inspe- That the whole health inspection thing where he's. Finding rat right. turds and stuff like that, you know. Right.
4: <laughs> yeah, he's not an he MD per se. Or he... Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah, right, yeah, yeah. But he's a scientist. Right.
1: I did notice on the 2007 movie, I guess it was Kidman. She actually her uh, her character was an MD. It did say MD yeah, on, yeah, the, yeah. on her door, even though she was a psychiatrist.
2: Yeah. yeah Usually well, psychiatrists then... aren't MDs. <laughs> no, no, psychiatrists are. Psychologists aren't.
3: Yeah. Psychiatrists are, right? That, uh, but yeah, we're that scene where yeah. sh- the woman gets hit by the car and she's like running up and she's like, I'm a, I'm a doctor. And I'm like, are you? I was like, oh yeah, I guess you are.
1: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's where I had to like second guess it too.
2: <laughs> okay, cool. So uh, I think we can go ahead and just start diving in. Like I said, we're going to cover the, sure. we'll just do them in order. How about that? Sure. Okay. Okay. So Invasion of the Body Snatchers, 1978, uh, directed by Philip Kaufman or mm-hmm. Kaufman. I guess, Uh, starring Donald Sutherland, Brooke Adams, Veronica Cartwright, Jeff Goldblum and Leonard Nimoy. Yeah, Um, that is uh, a 1978
3: cast right there like that. You couldn't get more late 70s cast than this movie, I don't think. Maybe Goldblum was a little young, (laughs) but
2: yeah, 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 he is. (laughs) So what do we think about this movie? Jonathan, why don't you go first?
3: Um, I love this movie. Uh, This is my favorite of the four, um, I will say though, I I I almost equally love the the fifty six, but uh, okay, this is the one that's always I I like um, I like the conspiracy like the the conspiracy ask angles that it has. It I mean it's very it's very in uh, in line with a lot of seventies films like that. Uh, sure, any you know all the presidents men the parallax view. It's just a science fiction. Uh, horror version of that I I think this one actually might be the most science fiction though although I know it gets classified a lot as horror Mm uh I don't know maybe the 2007 but um but uh no I really like it it's a great cast I love Sutherland it's got one of the greatest endings of all time I don't I don't remember do you guys go into (laughs) spoilers right off the bat or do you wait
2: oh yeah uh yeah we pretty much do okay
3: so, uh, yeah, one of the greatest endings ever, in my opinion. Um, and uh, yeah, no, I just love it, man. I think it's creepy. I, I will say uh, I may or may not have in my 20s partaken in hallucinogenics. And um, this may or may not have been the movie that I watched all the time when I was doing that. So <laughs> I have I have that relationship with it, possibly. And uh <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly, but um, no, 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 I just, Release I don't, the mushroom cut. this is, this is just my jam when it comes to like sci-fi horror mix. And then you throw in like the political yeah. conspiracy type angle. And I God, Nimoy's so good in this.
4: Um, mm-hmm.
3: I think he nails that character better than anybody in any of these versions. Mm-hmm. I love the douchiness of it all. I just. I I I, pers- I weirdly like the the spa like I don't know why I think that's really cool I I just it's just a cool movie Kaufman's an underrated yeah. director I don't know it's it's the shit for me sorry I can't remember if I can curse or not I'm just gonna do that apparently
2: <laughs> we we generally don't curse much I I, I have to bleep James occasionally
3: so. I believe you and uh, I Seth apologize. could
2: probably bleep you out if not eh. yeah
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'll work on it I promise I'll All pretend right. my daughter's in the room.
2: <laughs> there we go, <laughs> uh, Colin. What about you? Did you have previous history with this one?
4: I think this was one of those movies that I watched through the crack in my door when it was played on the ABC Sunday Night Movies. Nice, and it probably probably watched it pretty quietly up until the the dog showed up at, the, at near the very end. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, I right. the dog I with the human that.
1: face. I thought it was fantastic. <laughs> oh, <No>, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. uh,
4: better better
3: uh, I, a special effect than anything in the 2007 version. Just want to throw that out there. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. If you say Invasion of the Body Snatchers, that is the movie people in our culture think of.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes.
4: Yeah. So, you know, it's not the original and it's not any of the remakes. Uh, yeah. So, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's out there. Uh, I thought it was yeah. pretty canonical. Yeah. Uh, all the major strokes were there. Uh, they flipped a couple of yeah. things, you know, a couple so- of characters that made it through the book and through the original movie did not make it through, uh, you know, the 1978 version. Uh, it just, it has that incredible, you know, I consolidated twist. a couple. Yeah, it has that twist ending at the very end. Mm-hmm. Gosh, what else?
3: I honestly, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I don't even know if that ending is a, is a twist, like is a, is a spoiler anymore because that's a pretty famous you know Jeff or meme? I think at this point, oh like, yeah, you see it used on <laughs> social media all the time. Yeah, yeah,
4: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think that's Jeff Goldblum's introduction to body horror. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't mm. think there. I have no doubt in my mind that this is definitely more horrific than science fiction because it plays it up so much. All the all the tense scenes with with it the does. double's mm-hmm. eyes mm-hmm. opening and closing, and you know, watching people's bodies collapse. Uh, versus mm-hmm. what happens over in 1957. It, you know, the horror aspect yeah. is there, the idea that you've been replaced and that people aren't who they used to be, but it isn't played up so much like it is in 77.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's more horror than thriller, I suppose. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah,
4: yeah, definitely. What about you, James? What's your, what's your thought on this one?
1: I thought it was a v- product of its time, which I think is a very apt description for all three movies, actually. I, I like how sure. the, each of them were adapted differently to be products of their time very mm-hmm. in my in my mind the one was just very 80s <laughs> it's, it's so close to okay. 80 i'm like this is a this is an 80s movie with gold bloom and all of them <laughs> but i really liked how they adapted it to be in a city because in my yes after a while it made sense to me that this would happen in a city and not some small town somewhere else because right. it'd be so much easier to blend into a city and take that over than it oh, would mm-hmm. a small town where everybody knows everybody
3: yeah, okay. I'll be honest. I think the small town aspect is the one thing I find missing from this that I, I that I I well, think. I do, I, like, I
1: definitely you know. I think I definitely noticed it and that's what brought yeah. it to my attention is that, that they changed it, but I think people are more anonymous in bigger cities.
2: Mm-hmm. Right? That's part of the point of the movie. So that's
1: that's what got it, that's what did it for me. I'm like, that's a good call. That's a good call in the adaptation perspective and like the mm-hmm. intrigue espionage perspective of the snatchers, how they're gonna you know, take over. It'd be much right. easier to infiltrate a big city and just take it, take that than a small town. I think nobody would notice.
2: Well, and, <laughs> and the fact that you have the the Kevin McCarthy ranting cameo <laughs> oh, yeah, makes, yeah. makes it seem almost like this is that's, a sequel. That's
1: everyday senile person downtown. What are you talking about?
3: <laughs> I have a hard time not talking about the 07 one when we're talking about this, but yeah, the Kevin McCarthy cameo versus like Veronica Cartwright playing a completely different character in the 07 yeah. version. I mean, there's like two varied variations on that spin. And it works yes. so much better with McCarthy. Sure. Um,
2: yeah. Yeah. My, my only real gripe with this movie is kind of an overuse of ADR. I don't know if you guys noticed. Um, there, there were some times where like the lips weren't really matching up, and I just wonder if they just got really rough mm-hmm. audio on the sets. Um, or uh, it was like the in the cars and that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is kind. Of, yeah, it is kind of par for the course for for that kind of movie. Um, yeah, I definitely feel like this. This movie feels more like a '70s movie than an '80s movie, just because like the pace is not super super fast. Right. right. You get into the '80s and stuff starts getting a little more uh, moving up a along a little faster. Yeah. yeah. Um, James, you mentioned that you like the uh, the space spores at the beginning.
1: I did. It reminded me of a reproduction video. <laughs> <laughs> Some like something I watched in public health or whatever.
2: <laughs> when
3: I may or may not have dropped acid in the uh, in the early aughts. Um, that might've been something I watched over and over. I'm just, maybe.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they, they call it panspermia, right? Uh, One of the theories about how life got to earth.
4: Yeah, That's true. I also had to say that if you, uh, want to take over a city, you want to have the garbage department under your control because it makes it very easy to dispose of the remains the next day. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's where the nineties movie nailed it. That was awesome. Yeah. Not as much, uh, (laughs) not,
2: not as much, uh, basement usage. And this one is in the 56 one, where, where everybody was always sneaking into basements.
1: Well, they're in the wrong city for basements, so.
2: Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs>
3: yeah, that'd be, like, that'd be like being here, like in yeah. Tennessee. Like, we have right. all this limestone and stuff. We can't have basements. But um, I still don't yeah. completely understand how this works. Like, I, I don't know if I'm an idiot, but, like, I noticed that watching all four of them very close together. Like, I can't really – and, like, all of them seem to do it differently. You know, the first one was yes. legit, like, mm-hmm. you had to have a pod – right by you which is also what's in the book
2: right but not necessarily physically touching you
3: yeah yeah yeah. but it had to be like you know and then and then you get to like especially like the oh seven and it's just like whatever like you know you just fall asleep (laughs) you're screwed um (laughs) yes and, uh, yeah, so that's the only thing about, and I, this, I don't know, that's the only thing that confuses me about these always. I don't know if you guys had an answer to that, but I can never quite figure out how exactly, like, it it, it works, I guess. Yeah. Maybe I'm not
0: asking that correctly. Well,
1: it's, it seemed we to be more direct it. in the latter movies than yes. the earlier yeah. movies. Yes. Because like, even in the 50s movie, you got, like. You had to be close enough, but but how close? And then it sensed you and then how did it not get you confused with someone else? And
2: yeah. Right. Or you know, unless you're in a random cave. Right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You knock off uh, for five uh, minutes and it's over.
1: Yeah. Uh Jeez. Although I I love the fact I don't that wasn't in the movie though but i love the fact they did it with the skeletons and the <laughs> little bit the of book, hair yeah. and blood on the skeleton in the book i thought that was awesome mm-hmm. decoy
4: <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah for sure well, as, as we mentioned in the previous podcast it it's reminiscent of farewell to the master where they're able to duplicate something by the sounds that it emits so you know yeah maybe these right. yeah you know these pods that's what they that's the way it works it's it's uh, it's the magic mm-hmm. part of the, the the science fiction story. Now, in in the seventy eight one, you
2: do have the scene where he's falling asleep in the lawn chair, and something starts coming up from the grass and grabbing onto him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so I feel like in the, yeah in the like the first three movies start to go more. There's a direct contact here, right? Mm-hmm. The pod has mm-hmm. to has right. to take something out of the body, right? And I I always kind of figured it's in those basically in the three movies, right? The the pod is sucking the life essence out. Mm-hmm. And and then forming a body, and then the original body crumbles. Right. right,
1: but it was like it was like wireless in the in the book in the first movie, and not right. not so wireless in the last three. Especially oh, yeah. in, the, in the especially in the, in in the, the
3: Ferrara the ninety yeah. three one. Yeah, yeah.
1: It just seems like they kind of in the book in the first movie they just kind of like evaporate like a. a you know, Thanos snapping his finger, right? <laughs> right. Kind of like poof, gray fluff. Yeah. But that, yeah, not, that's not, not so much not in, like the, a in the later movies. Polyester
2: fiber fill. This is the, and yeah.
3: this is this is the longest one, I think, right? The 78. I think it has the longest running time. Because I know the I know the first one in ninety three are like eighty minutes.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: And this one's like almost two hours. And I think those seven, because I just watched that. I think it was like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Um so that so I mean, but but I don't know that we necessarily learn much more. I mean the, the I'm not saying the length bothers me. it doesn't at all. This is my favorite, but I mean I, it's interesting that this is the longest one, but I don't know that we learn any more than we do in the two that are short, you know uh, sure. It's just a little more right. running around, a little more set pieces, uh, mm-hmm. which is which is always fun. Um,
2: yeah, the the kind of ending portion of the movie that the denouement is kind of mm-hmm. kind of stretched out a little more in this one. Also had right, him running around and, and setting the tri- factory on fire yeah. and that kind of stuff. Also,
3: Brooke Adams really did that with her eyes, right? She had to have. Like, I've I've never read anything <laughs> on that, but, like, oh, yeah. I've all, I mean, I don't know how they could fake <laughs> it. And uh, that creeps me <laughs> See, out. See,
2: I thought for sure that was going to come back as, you know, her proving that she was still her. Still
3: yeah, you her almost system. wonder if in some version of it it did, but then they yeah. just, you know, <laughs> they just they cut it out. But, yeah, that would make sense because they like, kind of like the – that would have been a lot better than the – um. We're in a pickle, right? We're in a pickle, <laughs> right?
0: <laughs>
2: exactly.
3: I can't wait to talk about that one.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do. I do love that scene, like the opening scene where he's going into the kitchen and he's like, "What is this? It's a caper." Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a, <record>. a caper. <laughs> no. I love and it, it like- man. I, Donald Sutherland is seventies. <laughs> Donald Sutherland is some of the best acting in ever. It's it's amazing. It's so underrated. Mm-hmm. Like he was in Mash. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and he was in, like, Clute and this. And, I mean, he was just – he was killing an animal house.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, so just kind of open – Open discussion on this movie before we move on to the next did one. Did you Anything, say what you thought about up? it, Seth? Like, did you? Oh, I guess I really didn't, did I? No, thanks, you didn't. Thanks yeah, I go. <laughs> the, yeah, no well, problem. My regular co-host didn't pick up on that. <laughs> 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 this is where co host Collins, just like, Seth's been talking <laughs> for 10 minutes. He probably said it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, I mean, this is the one that I grew up with, too. This is the one that I watched on television. And so it, it was the one that I had previously seen. Uh, before any before I read the book, basically, and uh, and yeah, I I think it's terrific. And the the Belichick Belich, uh mud baths, I, mud baths, I I look <laughs> at that spa and I'm like, how <laughs> hygienic is our mud baths? You know, how how hot does that have to be <laughs> to be the least bit hygienic? Everybody pees in it, right?
3: I would think so. I've never done it, but I would think I so. That, and yeah. I guess I think that was like because that was kind of towards the beginning of the health spa, you know. A uh, fad that kind of ran throughout mid eighties, maybe. Right.
2: Mm-hmm. I do like, in terms of the way this movie is structured, kind of the midpoint of the movie is when you have the body at the mud baths, um, mm. and that's a, it's a really effective kind of. The rest of the movie pivots around that scene, um, and I love the effects in this movie. I think they're fantastic. They really are. Yeah.
4: They're definitely better than the ninety three movie. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that. What?
3: 78 was just a really uh it was a really uh, i guess that was kind of a turning point year for horror in some ways because that was uh it was halloween came out that year dawn of the dead Mm. invasion of the body snatchers uh there was one i don't know brian de palma's the fury i mean there was a lot of just cool horror movies coming out that year and Mm. this might be the best one although i do love halloween but um I As I get older, I think I kind of prefer this one. There was actually – there's a there's a podcast called Screen Drafts where they draft different lists, and uh, mm. they did a 70s horror movie a couple years ago, and uh, this actually got number one.
4: Wow. Um,
3: <laughs> and, uh, I mean, I, it's hard to disagree. I mean, it, it mm-hmm. would be up there for me for sure, so.
1: I don't know. I like Donna the Dead.
3: <laughs> yeah, Donna the Dead's great. Well, and then a year after this, you had Alien.
2: Right. Too you sure. know, so <laughs> – I like the, you know, the effects that I really like is when, when Donald Sutherland's in that chair and it's starting to copy him and, and mm-hmm. it starts extruding him. You know, he looks like Coato from, Total <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> but, but yeah. it's got the, it's got that kind of thrumming ultrasound kind of sound, like baby's heartbeat kind of mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. thing that goes on, which I thought was cool. Yeah.
3: The sound, the score. Yeah. All that, all that work. They do it so well in this movie.
2: Um, I also like, I I wrote down when they're uh, trying to take like the the amphetamines or whatever, you know, to keep themselves awake. And it's like, Mm -hmm. how many should we take? It says one, take five.
4: (laughs) 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 It's going to fix the problem one way or the other. (laughs) Exactly.
1: (laughs) Counterpoint to Nimoy when he's always, I think like every time somebody talks to somebody, he's like, just take a good night's sleep. That's all you need. You need a good night's sleep. You'll be
2: fit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, so you bastard. That's one thing with the uh, the history of this movie is you know Nimoy growing up for me was Spock, and so seeing him smile right. so broadly in this movie oh. was just weird to me. Well, yeah. and just
3: and then become a villain. You know, yeah. like he you just and I'm trying to even think if I can't think of any time other than like you know Mirror Mirror Spock or something. I, I can't really think of any time he's really been like just a villain. Maybe Fringe. But that was so many well, years. Even later, his mirror yeah,
1: Spock, he kind doesn't of. emote, and that was what it. That's that's the weird mm-hmm. part. I think he's, he's yeah. emoting, but
3: like, he's got oh, the goatee, yeah. right? In that isn't that his mirror, <laughs> yeah, mirror yeah, version? Any yeah, yeah, of a goatee? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Goatee Spock. <laughs> yep.
2: Right. And other thoughts on this one? I mean, Just I, a human I don't dog. think so. That was awesome. Yeah, it's great. I don't. I don't know what else to say. Uh, you know, Colin is usually a fan of of the. Uh, Adaptational fidelity in movies. And, and so, you know, I was looking at this one for, for points of uh, similarity between the book and the movie because it does actually. And this is, you know, this is something James, you've talked about recently. This one says uh, based on the body snatchers mm-hmm. by Jack Finney, it doesn't say based on the screenplay for the original movie. Right. And so, so you know, I looked at stuff like uh, there's the point where like he gets distracted by music and goes to investigate and leaves his partner behind. Um, and that was very yeah. much from, the, from the, the book and the movie. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's just the movie. And that's mm-hmm. that's when the the kind of love interest gets taken over, and then uh very creepily right. walks around naked for the rest of the movie <laughs> 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 with Harry Well,
3: what yeah. I said earlier about Nimoy, I feel like that character that he's supposed to be from the book i, I, I even though it's definitely like a seventies version of that character as opposed to a forties or fifties, I still think they yeah. get the i feel like they get the i get they get the essence of that character the best and in, uh in the 78 version, I don't even know. Honestly, though, I don't even know who he would be in the other two versions. So really, you're only comparing the first two movies in that regard, I guess.
2: Yeah, that's true.
1: Uh, um. Yeah. Yeah. I'm you mean, you, have, you, you yeah. have that dinner scene.
3: <laughs> you have that dinner scene in the 07 version where I guess that the I can't I don't I can't remember the actor's name, but he played Lillis. Uh, he's the guy she left Frasier for on Cheers. Um, (laughs) he has like one scene and that movie had so many reshoots. He might've even popped back up later in some version of it, but I, I, Mm. and I don't, I can't even, I can't, I'm trying to figure out who that character would be in the 93 version. I don't think there is one, but, um, yeah, but I don't know. I just, I, I, Nimoy seemed to capture that for me after reading the book. I, I pictured Nimoy the whole time I was reading the book.
2: Right. Yeah. Right, and yeah. and yeah, you're right. He is kind of rewritten as the late 70s pop psychology kind of guy. Oh, yeah. Guy, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah self-help. Yeah. Huge douche. Yeah. But mm-hmm. Nimoy's perfect for that. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. And especially after he's converted, he he's the master of the flat affect. Yeah. He can deliver right. those lines in a flat, emotionless right. voice with a controlled expression and, you know, not a single eyebrow will wiggle.
3: Yeah. Right. Yeah. He had only been doing that for like 15 years at that point. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know they, when did the well. I <laughs> guess that was the same year the first Star Trek movie came out. Actually, I think that was seventy eight. I think that's right. Maybe it was seventy nine. I can't remember. Yeah, I think it's seventy nine. Oh, you're right because Superman is seventy eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seventy nine. Yeah, I believe yeah. you're right. Yeah.
2: So uh, just for for reference here, Rotten Tomatoes ninety three percent critics, eighty two percent audience. Yep.
3: Yeah, it's wow. very good. Nice. That's fair because you've got that's those people that just refuse to watch movies made before nineteen eighty five. So sure. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And then it uh, did twenty five million dollars at the box office against a three and a half million dollar budget. So good return on the pretty money. good, yeah. Which you know twenty five million dollars is like an indie film budget now. <laughs> <Just crazy>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so why don't we move on uh, to nineteen ninety three? This one's for the next two movies. We split the uh, the title up, right? We've got Body Snatchers and right. then The Invasion. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is the 1993 film. This is directed by Abel Ferreira. Uh, stars Gabrielle Anwar, Billy Worth, Terry Kinney, Mick Tilly, Arlie Ermey, which is always awesome, and Forrest Whitaker.
3: Yeah, I like Forrest Arlie Whitaker. Ermey as a drill sergeant, basically, like, again. Right.
2: <laughs>
0: right. Yeah. <laughs>
2: a, a which genre. is what he was in real life, so that
3: makes sense. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Poor
2: yeah. guy's been typecast <laughs> his whole life. <laughs> yeah. I don't know all that much about the production and release of this one other than like Warner Brothers didn't have any faith in it and didn't really distribute yeah. it.
3: So do you remember this movie when it came out at all?
2: Mm, no. Okay. Neither. So
3: I saw it around when it came out. I don't think I saw it in the theater. I think I just rented it from, you know, Blockbuster, uh, but, mm-hmm. um, or somewhere, I don't know. But, um, I remember when it came out because, Roger Ebert gave it thumbs up and he gave it like a really good review like he gave it 4 stars. Yeah, 4 stars. C- yeah, I looked wow. it up. <laughs> yeah. Um and um so I was really curious about it and uh and and then I whenever I was able to see it I watched it. But I don't think yeah, it never I think it only got released like it was like in Texas, it got released in like 3 theaters yeah. or something for a well, weekend.
2: It 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 opened at Cannes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it opened at really? a film festival. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. So, wow. and actually, Robert says, er, sorry, Robert, Roger Ebert. I just squished his name together. Um, <laughs> in his review, he kind of s- summarizes it saying, certainly body snatchers is not the kind of movie that wins festivals. It's a hard boiled entry in a disreputable genre, but a sheer movie making. <laughs> it's skilled and knowing and deserves the highest praise you can give a horror film. It works.
3: Yeah, I loved Um, that. I think that's perfect.
2: I I mean, I feel like that's kind of crapping on horror movies by saying by putting it that way.
3: I mean, it could be. I mean, I don't know. I I remember him liking plenty of horror movies, (laughs) but a lot of horror fans talk about how they hate they they, he gets onto their nerves. But I do remember him liking a lot of horror movies back in the day when I was watching him Mm -hmm. Uh, because, like, I know he loved Candyman and Scream and, you know. Oh,
2: he liked Return of the Living Dead. Oh,
3: yeah. He lo- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he liked Motel Hell. Um, I mean, he definitely yeah. gave some... He just... But he was really hard on slashers and... That, yes. that pissed a lot of, uh, sorry, that peeved a lot of uh, <laughs> horror fans.
2: <laughs> My standards for bleeping are higher than that.
3: <laughs> but, uh, but and, and I, I don't disagree with that. I mean, if you go back and watch some of that stuff on those Friday the 13th episodes, it's, it's ridiculous the crap that he's saying. But, uh, but I don't yeah. know. I, I know what you're saying. You could read it that way. But I think he's right in the sense that this is like a really good, like just genre exercise.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I don't know that this movie's. Bring in a lot of new stuff to the table, considering it's, you know, remaking a film that's been remade two times. Although I, I love the setting. I love the setting Mm -hmm. in this movie. I really do like this one. Actually, I would say this. I'm not that far off from the first two with this one. It's not as good, but it's closer than, you know, I think probably a lot of people consider it. I think it falls apart a little bit towards the end, but I will specifically, the Meg Tilly scene where yeah. she is saying like, you know, she's like, where are you going to go? Um, that might be my favorite yeah. scene in any of these movies. That scene I, is just I, awesome. I love that scene.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Agreed. That scene was oh. fantastic. I love I that. So the way he's like, where are you going to
3: go? Yeah. <laughs> like, listen to me, Steve. Listen to what I'm asking you.
0: Where
2: are
3: you going to yeah. go?
1: <laughs> that like, was
2: yeah. awesome. <laughs> I, I like the, the, the hard switch between that, that really good delivery, which I thought was actually mm-hmm. legitimately good acting, yeah, yeah. Oh, she's into scary. the just full camp with the screech, Yeah, um, <gasps> which was awesome.
1: I, I, I actually really liked all the screaming alarms in this movie. <laughs> I thought <laughs> mm-hmm. it was totally appropriate. <laughs> yeah, Where they just like, flip the switch from being totally non-emotional to just j- j- losing their shit. Ah!
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh this one is not as well liked as as the previous two rotten tomatoes is 70 percent uh, for critics and 39 for audiences but it's not as widely mm. seen either and so sometimes when you see that low of an audience score you're like well yeah not many people have
3: and I, it. I will say it so. just got a blu-ray release from warner archive earlier last year Oh wow. um that's actually oh, how nice. i watched it because i own that and um uh it's a really nice print by the way if anybody's interested but mm. um so hopefully it's going to get a little more, you know, a little more attention uh, moving forward with that being out there. But I still don't think it's it. How did you guys watch it? Is it is it available to stream or I didn't even look?
2: Uh, yeah, it's available on Amazon. Prime oh, OK. You can rent yeah. it yeah. for A couple bucks. Very cool. Um, all right. Well, so Jonathan likes this movie. Colin, what did you think? <laughs>
4: uh, I'm going to come at this from a, from a couple of different points of view.
1: I'm going to go ahead okay. and say that Colin did not approve of this movie.
4: So, yeah, I did not approve of this movie. I'll get to that point. It makes a more interesting podcast, right? Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. This Uh, is not a
1: victimless movie.
4: If you're going to take the idea of Invasion of the Body Snatchers and just throw everything out except the core premise, this was one of the better ways I think you could do it. You completely change okay. the characters around. You completely change the setting around. It has all the right body snatchers kinds of things. This this progressive idea that people aren't who they used to be and aren't acting how they are used to be. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. I like the fact mm-hmm. that pods are still involved. So, you know, that, that's, that's, that's yeah. kind of nice. The special effects were horrible. Absolutely horrible. Oh, are you kidding? Oh. No, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I will disagree <laughs> with you on
3: that. The, the bathtub scene – I, I oh, yeah. No, effects. I will disagree with you on that a little bit. There were, yeah.
4: there were, I've seen I, I've seen way better special effects from that time period. I, I don't know <laughs> what they spent their money on unless. Oh, it was, well, yeah.
3: This was the same year Jurassic Park came out. Yeah. No, there was definitely well, better yeah, special. Yeah. I mean, some of the best special effects ever came out around that time because Stan yeah. Winston was still alive.
4: Yeah. So, yeah, I don't like
2: the best <laughs> effects. No, I, I'll, I'll agree with you on on Andy falling out of the helicopter. That that looked terrible. Yeah, no one's. But but to
3: be fair, no one's (laughs) ever been able to get that shot right. I mean, it looks terrible in Die Hard. It looks terrible in RoboCop. Oh, in RoboCop, it's
0: brutal. In in Die Hard, Die Hard might might be 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 in Die
4: Hard. Uh, And and a lot of things didn't work for me. Oh yeah, yeah. Like you know, if you're a 17 year old snotty girl, and you're being a a pain in the butt to your parents. I have no I don't identify with you. I don't respect <laughs> you. I think you should shut your mouth, sure. cross your legs, stay home and go to school. Right? <laughs>
3: All right, cool. I'm sending my daughter to you when she turns 17 then.
4: <laughs> well, you got to start when she's 8. <laughs> well, she's um, 9. I'm late. I'm way too yep, late on you're this. Too late. too late. She'll be out there <laughs> dancing at the bars with the with the ladies from the army base. And uh, on a on a moral level, I'm I'm offended by portrayed nudity of a 17 year old. That's not cool. I understand the actress is well, older so, was than the that. It is was the characters.
3: He said she was underage, but was she supposed to be 17 or was she supposed to be? I didn't remember what they said. I she,
4: think she, she was, was 16 17. Or
1: 17. Yeah, 17,
4: right? I'm yeah. pretty
3: sure it said she was 17. Okay, okay. so yeah, yeah, that is. You're not talking about the actor. Movie. You're talking about
4: you're talking about the yeah, character. The actor is 23. The yeah the character yeah. yeah the actor is 23. If she wants to show her body on screen, that's that's her that's her gig. She I I get it. But if you're portraying yeah. someone that's underage, yeah. I, I don't like that.
3: I think it's. Refreshing. I actually forgot they did yeah. that. They did that. What in the bathtub?
4: It was the the, the the hospital. Yeah, and the hospital oh, scene yeah. and the bathtub. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: The hospital scene was the more yeah. graphic version. I suppose. Yeah,
3: yeah, and I, I, I yeah. don't know how that escaped me.
4: And so, mm. and in today's world, I yeah. wonder. You know, was it voluntary? or Was it exploitative? I don't know.
2: Yeah. Sure. Fair enough. I feel like they knew what kind of movie they were making. Oh know. yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean. So this one we talked about with 1978 kind of moves into a more horror genre, and this one definitely embraces it even more because it's gross, right? Um, you know, the the way the takeover happens is much clearer. Yep. Um, you know mm-hmm. that the, that well. In a way, it's clear. You've lost right? the wireless interface. All the tendrils reaching out. Yeah. Right. It, it it shows that it's it's like it's probably getting to your brain somehow to copy over your memories and all that kind of stuff. Right. But it's literally invading your body. Right. Right. Yeah. But. Yeah. Uh,
3: well, that aspect of it was interesting to me, though, the way it actually because um, it, it had it almost had kind of a physical way of forming into you, you know, a different version yes. of you, mm-hmm. which I thought was interesting.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really glad that this was Abel Farrar and not like David Cronenberg, because I think it would have been way too gross if it had been Cronenberg. <laughs> yes, because um, I do not like body horror. like that. That is one area okay. I'm just No. Um, and, uh, (laughs) so this was about as far as I could go, uh, with Mm -hmm. it, you know, so.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, the, the bathtub scene I thought was really, really cool with showing the kind of development of the thing. And it used some of that, uh, thrumming kind of sound uh, from the, until they
1: failed in their ceiling placement.
2: (laughs) Yes, definitely. Pods are very bad about choosing ceiling uh, placement. uh, yeah, but, but that was very, uh, a very horror movie kind of scene, right? Where it comes <laughs> yeah. crashing down on her. Yeah, that's true. It was cool. <laughs> but m- my problem with it, though, is... Well, I've got a couple problems with this movie. Uh, well, I've got a lot of problems with it, but two main ones. And and one is, like, it tries to be more explicit about it needs some kind of touch in order to, to copy your body. And it kind of implies earlier in the movie that basically as soon as that other body is ambulatory, your original body is done, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And yet... They they have the you know completely nude Gabrielle Anwar in the in the hospital talking and still somehow incomplete. She's no longer connected in any way. And so that's I, I have a problem with that kind of plot inconsistency.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know that makes I don't sense. See that.
2: And the, the other thing is this movie doesn't do anything, doesn't go to any lengths to explain where the pods are coming from. Uh the yeah. family comes out to the base to investigate some chemicals and that kind of stuff, and I guess right. I, are they aliens? They kind of imply they are. So I don't know. It's a little yada
3: yada. I, I agree that I, I think <laughs> I said even as much as I like it, I think that last like, because every time I've seen it, like I've seen it enough apart to where I'll start watching. i will be like, why don't I watch this more? You know, like this is really getting, hmm. you know, this is really working for me. And then there's something about that last 20 minutes or so where uh, I just don't think it doesn't nail the landing, although I do kind of like the very end. But there's a good 15, mm-hmm. 20 minutes in there where it's just I, especially I think the Meg Tilly scene kind of peaks it and then it just kind of, yeah. you know, it, it, it goes down from there. Um, I did, though, um, I love the military base setting, though, because that got it back to the small town uh, feel yeah. of the mm-hmm. first one. Mm-hmm. And it's really the only other one that even tries to do that. Because uh, right. in yeah, two thousand seven, right, yeah. they're like I don't know, they're like in like the biggest city in the face of the earth. I don't, you know, it's crazy <laughs> the way they. I don't know. I, I those are the things I liked about it. I did find it interesting. The Rod, did you read the? You read the Roger Ebert review, right? He also made the comment about mm-hmm. how the first one was like McCarthyism and. The second one was about he. He said it was like the the death of the flower people, which that's not true. But right, the me generation, the B generation, birth of the me generation. But in this one, he said it might be about the AIDS crisis. I did
2: not get that. I don't. No, I didn't get that. Okay, either. I was
3: curious yeah. if anybody because I was like, yeah, I don't. I don't think you're right there, Roger.
2: But uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know how it could be exactly because you know there was no. nothing like people reluctant to to. Touch people or anything, you know, that I would associate with that.
3: No, I just, it just felt to me like they were trying to re, uh, kind of take on the conspiracy levels of the 78 version and just kind of put that in Mm -hmm. a different, in a different light. And I, I, I could be wrong. I feel like Gabriel Ferrara had some, has some opinions on military. Uh, I could be wrong about that. (laughs) Uh, his, also, if you've ever seen any of his other movies, this is a weird movie for him to make because his other stuff is like, is like rape, revenge, and not, not my, not my cup of tea. Oh,
0: yeah, uh, man. so
3: I don't think I've seen bad that. lieutenant is probably like no. maybe one of his most well-known, like critically. Uh, okay. But, uh, that's a pretty, that's a pretty deplorable movie in a lot of ways, but uh, a lot of people liked it. Hmm. Uh, but, uh, I don't know. I, so that's interesting to me too, cause I think he does a pretty good job with this one, but, uh, it's just, it's such a, I don't know. It would be like if it, well, it would be like if like Steven Spielberg directed a rape revenge film, it's kind of like the opposite. <laughs>
4: starring Tom Hanks
3: yeah there you go starring Tom Hanks it's very just a bizarre has AIDS I just don't know how this movie got made and then obviously there were a lot of issues behind the scenes because you know Warner Brothers just kind of dumped it and uh, Mm. all that fun stuff but yeah
2: right
3: I also love the classroom scene I love the little kid
2: uh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I thought that was a really effective movie, and the, the little kid was was really good in the movie. Um, but like, just that whole everybody's holding up their finger painting, and they're all yeah, yeah. they're all like the same, yeah. very yeah. improbable. Yeah, and he's like looking around. <laughs> um, like, oh.
4: Yeah, that that yeah. was good. It's it's almost like the first half of the movie was was on par and on task, and the second half after after the Meg Tilly scene just mm-hmm.
1: went downhill from there. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. You know, I didn't love the narration because, you know, it, it kind of like, I don't want to know that anybody escapes this, right? Mm -hmm. And, and the movie kind of ends on a, you know, almost I am legend, like the book I am legend feel, right? There's no one left like you. Right. Where where they're landing. And I'm wondering if it's going to be like the original Planet of the Apes, uh, not, not original, the book Planet of the Apes landing, where they land and realize everybody else is apes. Oh, Um, right. Yeah. I guess, uh, overall thoughts on this one. Um, I didn't hate it. I, I, I thought it was okay. Um. And I, I expected to not like it just because I had never really heard anything about it. I, I, I think I'd seen a couple of people on Twitter posting like that movie's better than you remember. And I'm like, really? Okay.
1: Hmm. Yeah. I didn't really hear anything about it. I remember the 2007 one coming out and I remember the 78 one being popular, but I didn't really hear anything about the 90s one, but I'll hark, yeah. I'll hark back to what I said earlier. It's, it's very, it's 90s and it's a product of its time. They changed it to be very, you know, it's EPA and, Blah blah blah, and mm-hmm. and I, yeah, I liked how I like yeah, how In mean, each movie, they just kind of adapted to be, you know, relevant for the time it came out.
2: Yeah. And this one does say based on the novel. It's it does, wrong. It's so. based on the movie. All right. <laughs> 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 okay, how about we move on to the last last one, one. two thousand seven, The Invasion, Are you directed by me? Oliver Hirschbieg. Hirschbe- Hirschbe-
0: yeah.
3: Hirschbe- well, at least most of it was directed by him. <laughs>
2: Right, with right. additional scenes by the Wachowskis. Oh, wow.
3: I thought it was James McTeague, but that's basically the Wachowskis back then. So Yeah, yeah, that's right.
2: And directed by James McTeague, yeah. yeah.
3: Right.
2: Yep. And the stars Nicole Kidman and Daniel Craig and Jeremy Northam, and a cameo by Veronica Cartwright. Now, going back to that, Jonathan, what, what you were talking about earlier, is – I feel like the, you know, the Kevin McCarthy scene in the 78 movie is definitely, it's a reference to the mm-hmm. 78 movie. It's, you know, it's, you can't blink and you'll miss it, right? And in this one, it's just a little tip of the cap to me, to to the 78 movie, having Veronica Cartwright well, and in it's there. Just, so that like fans of that movie can go, oh, okay, same
3: act. But it's weird because she's playing a completely different character from the book. Yeah. Whereas in the 78 version, she's mm-hmm. playing the, um, the- the the Mrs. Munster that actress I was I can't remember her <laughs> name <laughs> Carolyn Jones she's basically playing her character in the seventy eight version right and mm-hmm. and it, so so just maybe this is a me thing but it's really weird watching I, I just I don't know it's weird it's like it's like Veronica Cartwright's back but she's playing a completely different character I, I feel like in the the Kevin McCarthy thing you could almost say he's the same guy right and it's just yes, like it's like definitely. like you said a tip of the hat it's uh it's kind of like we respect the original you know we're not you know uh, we're paying homage to the original, that kind of thing. This felt like I don't know. This was just this was just weird. It would I don't know I don't know I don't know yeah. I don't know an <laughs> example to compare this to. But
2: to me, it's just more it, of an Easter egg, right? It's yeah. like on on the CW uh, superhero shows, right? They've had Helen Slater, yeah. and, and Dean Kane and and you know people play characters who are different. Yeah, well, but, it'd be like you know, and, who had previously it, been in the.
3: Franchise. I mean, this is a little crazier, but like in the J. J. Abrams movie, if Leonard Nimoy played Uh Sulu.
4: Right. (laughs) yeah a lot of cognitive dissonance going on there I mean obviously it's not as ingrained
3: but but I'm just saying that's how it felt to me it was just weird right and it kind of it took me it took me out of the movie that was by no means the worst thing about this movie but it was just (laughs) one of those it just showed all the odd choices and if you want to talk about bad terrible special effects I thought this movie looked like crap oh really I, I hated that. whatever I, I hated whatever that was they were doing with the- Oh,
1: they're like skin-fluffing, yeah. kind of bad sunburn it stuff? Just look like earwax. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it
3: looked, uh, whatever.
2: Yeah, so the major change here, right, is that instead of having pods, you just have some kind of spores- a virus. Is it yeah, like a that, virus? That, that this go into this the, is
3: very relevant-
2: it's like very, a fungus. Yeah. Yes. Very like 14
3: years <laughs> later, you have the virus, you have quarantine, you have police yeah. brutality. Um, right. I mean.
2: You have people being suspicious of a mass vaccination scheme. I
3: wrote down a line. <laughs> what was that?
2: Yeah. Rightfully
4: so. Only they're right.
2: Oh,
3: yeah. If you just cracked this new virus, how have you created vaccines so quickly? I mean, that's like straight up, right. you know, anti-vaxxer and, uh, you yeah. know, all that fun stuff. But, um, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not judging anybody. Believe what you want to believe. But, um, I'm just saying that, just hearing that was just like, I feel like I hear that now.
2: It, yeah, yeah, it's an
4: echo of it, yeah. definitely.
2: Just weird. And and this movie is like
4: on the side of the anti-vaxxers. <laughs> Probably. Well, yeah, that's because once they get control of the people in power of the governments, they're actually infecting people either mm-hmm. by vomiting in their coffee or by giving them inoculations <laughs> of the stuff.
0: God.
4: It was I, a very, very fight club scene.
1: That. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> It's not real subtle when your staff is vomiting in the no. coffee. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I had to actually, I hated that I had to rewind that, but I was so confused as to what happened. I was like, wait, what was that about? And then I was like, oh, okay, I got it now. I'm oh, good.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah,
2: so this is, this is the thing. I mean, it's kind of like an inconsistency, like in the nineties one where I'm like, okay, you're either doing mass inoculations and that's how you're spreading the pathogen or you're vomiting in the coffee. Why are you doing both? Convenience. Cover all your yeah. bases.
3: <laughs> yeah, because yeah, what does he do? What, is, uh, what does Jeremy Northam do to Kidman? He just like spits on her, right? Or does he vomit on her? Yeah, yeah.
1: He just kind of spits yeah, he on, he right? on her.
3: Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, he vomits, yeah, he vomits on her. Oh, right? okay. I can
1: remember. She tries do, to avoid yeah. it, but not so much.
3: If, a positive for me mm. is Kidman. And I, I love that yeah. you basically, you took, and, and she really ends up being the Kevin McCarthy character. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gender swapping right.
2: before it was cool. Yeah, huh? yeah. I, I yeah. think
3: that's awesome. Kidman's obviously great. Mm-hmm. I just wish it was a... I wish it was a better movie. And then I think the the reshoots mostly focused on the ending, right? The the car chase and all that kind of stuff, which that was like that was for me the worst part of the movie. Yeah.
4: Um, yeah it wasn't a and it that.
3: felt it felt oddly placed. Like it didn't fit with, you know, the the mood of the rest of it. So
0: hmm.
3: mm-hmm. I just thought this movie was kind of a mess. Um I agree. there's interesting things and, to talk about, but it's just kind of a mess.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes definitely agrees. Nineteen percent from critics, forty from audiences. So, dang, <laughs> and and it bombed at the box office. So, well, yeah. they spent too yeah, much
3: money on it. That. This movie should not have cost eighty million dollars. Like, and I don't, yeah. and you don't see
4: that. Mm-mm. I'm guessing that was Daniel Craig and Nicole Kidman.
3: Yeah, right? for, well, yeah, yeah, for sure it had to have been. Because I mean, I, I don't know what else you're spending money on. Special How effects, big was I Daniel guess. Craig back
2: then? Was that was it pre Bond? That was
1: uh It was the same year as uh, Casino Royale, I think.
3: Was it the sa- yeah, same year? Year after or something, I think. yeah Year after, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, he was year he was on the right, and there is it's interesting to watch his correlation, his Bond films to his non-Bond films. There, there's a vast difference in box office, and, mm. Mm.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. yeah,
3: probably quality. <laughs> 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 But Nicole Kidman yeah, was definitely, nice. uh, you know, was probably getting paid at the time. I mean, I guess she still is. But
2: yeah. yeah. So okay, one positive about this movie is, you know, with the pods, right? If you can avoid making contact with the pods in some way, right, then you're you're in the clear, right? If you can keep keep destroying the pods, like Kevin McCarthy, you know, dump the diesel or whatever on them or the fuel on them and um, and lit them on fire. Then, then you're good. But once you get this spore in you, then the, there's the ticking time bomb of when you sleep, you're done. Right. And and so I do like, you know, there is some tension built in there. The movie doesn't do a great job with it. But I thought the scene in like the drugstore was kind of effective, you know, where, where the sun has to hit her with the.
1: Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, I the like dreadful. the one on the train oh, where her yeah. subconscious kind of wakes her up.
2: Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah, yeah. that was well, cool. and 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 I like smart characters, right? And so I, that that's yeah. a good idea, right? Like, hey, lock me in here; I can't get out, and you mm-hmm. know, it'll happen in the morning.
3: Yeah, no, I I agree with you on that. I also like the immunity because I don't think that's not really something they had. I I, I don't. Yeah. I couldn't think of a time where they had really mentioned that. So that that was kind of new, like just having the idea that you could be mm-hmm. immune to it. I thought that was interesting. Which I guess the other yeah. ones, it wasn't really a disease like it is in this one, um, right? But it's definitely alien because you have the the space shuttle crash. And uh, this one was really convoluted, I thought. I thought they – you know, it's interesting. You talk (laughs) about how the 93 one didn't really – they just kind of throw you into it and they don't really explain anything. Mm -hmm. This one had Mm -hmm. way too much plot. Way too much plot.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I guess I didn't get overall thoughts from uh, James or Colin on this one. Eh,
1: I like the other ones better.
2: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) What about you, Colin? Uh, I like it better than 93. Okay. Um, hey, well,
4: you don't give away your rankings. <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, gosh, what else can you say about it? it it's, there's an ongoing evolution. And so I'm on another podcast with Phil Nichols, and he told me that mm-hmm. among writers, it's actually kind of like a mark against you if you make something that is highly canonical these days. And so I think that every time they're looking at True. readapting something, mm-hmm. they're like, what else can I bring to it? Mm-hmm. So right. they, they, took this whole, they made it like a, a disease uh, story. It's, it's not really right. about an alien invasion. It's about, about disease, right? There's not this idea that we're mm. all better this way. There's, there's no anger. There's no hatred. Mm. Th- that's in there.
1: Uh, no, no, that was definitely there. That was there throughout the movie. They were like, yeah, throughout the movie, they were resolving conflicts in the East and <laughs> peace in Africa and all that stuff.
2: <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. And then, and then at the end you have that, it's a pretty good line actually from, from Jeffrey Wright, who Jeffrey Wright is the literal best. Um, but uh, yeah. he says at the end, right, for better or worse, we're human again, because, you know, people are killing right. each other again.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they were still killing each other and themselves when they were aliens, when like when the couple jumped off the building to see who reacted. And if you reacted, <laughs> people stepped out of the crowd and took you, and you went away. Yeah.
3: It was really yeah. hard not to think it, about the happening uh, when that happened, by the way. Right. Which that actually oh, came yeah. out like, a year
2: later, but uh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was immediately. I, I was thinking about uh, Midsummer. <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I haven't seen those yet.
1: I no. did. I did like the little like uh, insurrection movement, I suppose, or uh, you know, rebellion movement mm-hmm. throughout the entire film. Or yeah. uh, not throughout the entire film, I guess. Throughout the second half of the film, yeah. Like every like, even the cops like just keep moving, don't smile. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, I did like that. I like the guy on the subway that was trying to help her. Um, And then trying to stop his mom or whatever from, you know, from 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 going after them. No, I I, Mm -hmm. I kind of enjoyed Mm -hmm. all that. I did think, though, that when they became I thought they over they overdid the whole like they're they're bad now. Like with I don't know, it just seemed really silly at times. Like she would pass Mm -hmm. people in cars. And I mean, I know it was supposed to be creepy, but it almost made me laugh. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Compared to like 78, you know.
4: Yeah, it's a different kind of horror. Yeah, for it's sure. it's a different kind of horror, right? So yeah. you're, uh, you're identifying with a mom who's trying to protect her child and that's a really strong bond yeah. to try and mess with even from a horror aspect. And then there's this continual, mm-hmm. you know, she's always being betrayed by person after person mm-hmm. after person, relationship after mm-hmm. relationship. Uh, and then mm-hmm. she has to save herself in order to save her son.
3: For sure. And this one also gets more into the science uh, of it all, right? Cause they're, they're doing a lot of testing and right. there's a lot of scenes in labs. Like you don't really get that in the other ones, which is interesting. Yeah. Uh, I did like the mother son stuff. I, I will say that uh, that was probably yeah. one of my favorite parts of it. Cause I don't know, growing up with a single mom and stuff, maybe that hit me harder than some, uh, not that we went through an alien invasion, but um,
4: <laughs> you never know. She <laughs> might've, she might've beat them already for you. man. <laughs> she, and if she,
3: if my mom needed me to stab her in the heart with a, she would have been screwed. She would have, <laughs> she would have turned into an alien.
2: <laughs> I wrote down here. Cause there's the scene where, uh, the fetching Ben Driscoll finally gets taken over the Daniel Craig, Craig character, and mm-hmm. you know he's giving her the villain monologue that we've gotten in all the other oh, movies. God.
0: Yeah,
2: uh, did you and, want her to shoot him too? <laughs> <laughs> well, a little bit, but but I wrote down I wrote down. Hey, the non named characters had kneecaps too, Carol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like, what I was thinking. She she, like
4: you brutally right, murdered she killed all these people, people who could have been brought back. Yeah,
2: well, see that
1: that was another interesting part about this movie is that they could have been brought back.
4: Right, right. And mm-hmm.
1: the other ones, they are just—they're already dead. They're—they're they're they not copies, people anymore. Right? Yeah, you can just yeah. kill them outright. Yeah, no remorse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this one, you're yeah. like, ah, oh, dang it.
3: <laughs>
1: yep. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm—I'm I'm glad you didn't shoot Daniel Craig because—and I didn't really get all yet.
3: that. Like, do they remember? Like, I, you know, like I couldn't really. I and mean, I guess they're—they're they're not going to go into it because they were ending the movie. But I don't know.
2: No, it did. It did kind of mention that somehow they're. I think. I think. Um, I. Th- Jeffrey Wright mentioned something about how like it it uh, it's filed away as like a dream or something. Yeah.
3: Right? Oh yeah, he did. But that all felt rushed too. There at the right at the end, like all of a sudden Jeffrey Wright's there on the helicopter yeah. with like the team
2: of yeah. people that have got the vaccine.
1: <laughs> it was just like it was out of like, out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yep. Well, yeah, that whole car chase where the cars on fire, I'm like, did, did this movie turn into Ghost Rider?
3: <laughs> oh my god. Well, and everybody every I guess the when they turned into the pod people, they were also stunt drivers that like turned them into these amazing drivers <laughs> that could like yep. catty corner cars right. and you know trap you and
1: was nuts. increased yeah. increased reflexes. So,
3: They're there are a good there are I I think if this had just gone back to the well, maybe once or twice more, they could have come up with something. I, Cause I definitely think you can make a, and you could definitely make a body snatchers movie now. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, there there's, I mean, Oh God, what you could do with like the storyline of the last presidential term. I mean,
0: <laughs> oh. and, uh, I yeah. mean,
3: I mean, I'm just saying there's, there's definitely there's stuff out there to pick and I'm sure they'll bring it back. There there's so much IP oh, yeah. out there, yeah. there. There's no way this is not going to be brought back at some point.
4: Yeah, maybe right. we could do something with these spores about bringing them inside the body, or mm-hmm. there you go. <laughs> Embrace the spores. <laughs> maybe if you could put some light into the body, maybe, yes, <laughs> or some bleach. Yeah, uh,
2: yeah. I I saw a post somewhere that was like from 2017 that said there there's another adaptation brewing, but that always oh, really? happens, oh, right? Well, the rights yeah. get yeah, bought. Yeah, exactly. Until the option expires, they're working on it. Don't don't hold your breath for those.
3: well there's also kind of the side body snatcher stuff right i mean like the you know like the faculty which was like that post scream uh right you know it's kind of sci-fi horror film i mean they like they use the novel body snatchers i think to like help them figure out what's going on you know um so you'll have a lot of stuff like that too but uh i don't know yeah i would watch another adaptation
2: cool okay uh final thoughts on this one or are we ready to rank them
3: I mean, I loved this. One. No, I'm kidding. No, I, I didn't like this one at all. I mean, <laughs> I didn't hate it, though. Like, I thought I was just going to hate it. Because yeah. based on what everybody I'd read about it, and uh, it, was, mm-hmm. it just felt like a missed opportunity more than
2: anything. Yeah, I saw this one years ago on on video. I remember being entertained, um, but, you know, I hadn't seen the 78 Body Snatchers movie in a long, long time. I'd never seen the original. I'd never seen the 93 one, so I had nothing to compare it against.
3: Oh, so you just saw the original recently.
2: Yeah yeah, 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 first first time for the for the oh, wow. podcast. Oh, yeah. wow, 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 wow. Yeah, yeah. My my only previous exposure to Kevin McCarthy was UHF.
3: So. <laughs> <laughs> That's an okay exposure.
2: Okay,, uh, why don't we rank them so Jonathan, uh, this is a tradition that we we do uh, where we just rank them top to bottom. Well,
3: I gave away that I thought this are we doing are we including the original, I guess in this?
2: Yeah, maybe include the original include the book. I was,
1: was going to ask that, Seth, are we are we including oh, the previous wow. podcast in this one?
2: Well, I think we can infer the <laughs> rankings of these three from the from the full list. Fair. well I, I would do seventy
3: I would do do you mean to go first or last? I think last is pretty easy. yeah, that would be me. but I'll go first last so seventy eight would be my first uh, Mm -hmm. which I think I already kind of gave away, but I will say it in the 56, like I would give them both probably like a's. So, I mean, they're very close.
2: Yeah. 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 And then I would go to
3: 93 and then I would go way, way, way farther away and go to 2007.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So where do you put the book in there?
3: Oh, you have to do the book too. Um, I would do the book. I, you know, I, I think I do like the first two movies more than I do the book. The book, there's nothing wrong with the book. The book's perfectly fine. I just, I don't know that. Like I said, the, the sexual stuff in there is a little dated and weird and creepy. Sure. Um and uh <laughs> but no, but it's good. I, I really enjoyed it. But I would I would put it after the a uh, fifty six. So it'd be third. So okay. yeah.
1: All right. What about you, James? I'm gonna go to chronological order. Seventy eight ninety three, two thousand seven. I, I, okay. I rather enjoy the 80sness of the 70s movie and the silly dog with the human face.
3: I feel like you need to watch more 70s movies. <laughs> but I also
1: like to practical I like the practical effects for both the 78 and the 93 movie cuz the the, mm-hmm. the the I guess the snatched bodies end up looking like deflated sex dolls. It cracked me up <laughs>
3: <laughs> pretty much, yeah. So are the effects kind of why you feel like it's more like an 80s movie?
1: I, I think so. I think so.
3: Because I, yeah. I really think this is, like, firmly in the 70s. Like, I. but that's mostly yeah. just because of the subject yeah. matter, the actors, mm-hmm. I mean, right. stuff like that. No, I, I know what you're saying, but there's not, like, well, a for, group for me, of was, kids. For me, it was
1: really close to, like, Terminator effects. No, yeah, that makes sense. early 80s, right? So, sure. I was like, yeah, it's, yeah. Well, it's
3: and right. I think a lot of those people, I mean, obviously, a lot of those... Effects artists. I mean, that I, I don't. I don't remember off the top of my head who did Invasion. I'm sure they kept working yeah. throughout the 80s, right? Exactly,
1: like, and they were all around the same yeah. time frame. And and I, I I liked Nimoy and Sutherland and Goldblum, <laughs> young Goldblum. And boy, I did not realize how tall that dude was. <laughs> uh,
2: James, w- where would you put the original book and movie in there?
1: Mm, I think I like the '78 movie probably better than the original book and movie. So probably in between okay. the '78 and '93. Okay. Yeah. But but I did kinda, right. I, could, I did kind of like them all, and actually, yeah, this is this is speaking volumes, even Emily liked watching them all, including the '50s really, really? '50s movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Of, okay. of all the podcast movies we've made her suffer through, these were the uh, right. least insufferable.
3: <laughs> my, my wife is not really a horror or sci-fi fan, and she enjoys these, so I yeah. I, I get it.
1: yeah Emily, Emily liked them all. Yeah. She, she actually liked the uh, no, the 2007 movie because of the happy ending with Nicole Kim and Dano Craig. She was like, I was mm. right.
3: actually going to ask you guys about that. Do you, I think the original has the happiest ending because I, I guess you don't know exactly what happened. I guess maybe the 07 one does because they actually, we know they get, but the the, the 56 one, it feels like they're kind of nipping it in the bud earlier. Like they all of a sudden, right. but and that felt very 50s, like you can't have this end dark. You got to come up right. with
1: something. I, th- I think for us with the uh, the relevancy of the 2007 movie, yeah, where yeah. they're all kind of vaccinated and cured in the end or whatever, is kind of kind of coming to that point, coming to a head now because you know we're all now getting vaccinated and stuff. Mm-hmm. And my wife's super yeah. excited about getting vaccinated and yeah, yeah. ending this. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, I hear you. <laughs> I think Jeffrey Wright's going to stop COVID. I think that's what's going to happen. It's Jeffrey Wright.
2: It's <laughs> <laughs> going to fly down. COVID's gone. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: I get behind that. <laughs> I think my rankings are the same as James um, because I go, oh, wait, wait. You know what? Colin, it's your, it's your turn next.
3: Well, Colin, 93 is first.
4: Right?
3: Oh, no, no, no,
4: no. Uh, I, I'm, you know, there are a couple of things I like about movies and a couple of things I don't. And I don't like downer endings. And that's not that's a function of, you know, who I am as a person and particularly the times right now. Right. We don't need downer endings in, in this right. particular time sure. of our life. Um, so I'm going uh, book 58, uh, 2007, 78, wow. uh,
2: 93. Okay. But
3: based on what you said, that makes absolute sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Downer mm-hmm. endings are hard to do too. Most people don't do them well and we're finding that out over the last like 10 years cuz everything has to end on a down note now right. and it's just right. it's <laughs> like god come on like watch watch good cinema and
2: figure out how to do it don't just throw it in there. Right. So anyhow my rankings I think they are the same as James um 1978 movie um just because it's the one I had previous history with and and I feel like it somehow elevates it a little bit i like the move to the big city just because i feel like that's the mm-hmm. logical next step for it and i kind of like it as that almost yeah uh, spiritual sequel to the original not really spiritual sequel it's i mean it's in the same franchise it's not like uh it's not a remake <laughs> <in Enemy laughs> of the state right um where they're not really a sequel but you could see it that way um oh, yeah. but then uh, you know i'll keep my ranking the same book 1956 movie though those could flip because i i like the book a lot but mm-hmm. i really enjoyed that original movie and then i go 1993 and 2007
3: that's cool i know what you guys are saying about the city i totally get that i think just as a horror fan though i find small towns so much scarier because it's just the you know you don't you don't let you know strangers come in like if you ever go to a small town i mean it's just it's Mm kind of creepy in a way even though the people are perfectly nice but they look at you they stare at you because you're like who are you why are you in our town
1: right right i
3: don't know there's like like village of the damned is another one of my favorite 50s uh, sci-fi horror <laughs> whatever you want to call that and that's another small town uh, uh have you guys covered that have you guys done the 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 midwitch cuckoos no
2: nope. yeah that's uh, john windham right
3: yeah yeah, right. yeah that's day of the triffids right same guy yeah
2: yeah we've done we did that one yeah he's uh, a good writer
3: very good yeah
2: yeah i think i have that book somewhere so i i, I would uh, be open to doing it at some point
0: cool
4: yeah. uh cool i think we're about wrapped yeah uh do we need to talk about what we're doing next? Oh, that. Nah, we don't need to do that. Okay.
2: <laughs> well, I, I guess we could, I want to We, we could just say, um, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well,
2: let's let's finish up with Jonathan here. So, Jonathan, where can people <laughs> find you?
3: Uh, I am on Twitter, not as much as I used to be, but I still am on there. Uh, just I don't know. It 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 gets to be a downer sometimes, but I do I do get on there as much as I can. Yeah. I'm at Sam Loomis 13. I also run the the TV sends, which I think is. I should know that, but it's, if you look up TV sends, <laughs> you'll find it at TV Sens yeah. one. It's something. Uh, I think that's what it yeah. is. Yeah. And, um, and then, uh, you can also, if you, if you like the cinema send stuff, or even if you don't, you can listen to the behind the sends podcast every week. And it's mostly just me and two other people talking about our kids and stuff. So, but we, but we also right. do <laughs> talk about the Sins channels if, if you want to hear about that yeah. too. And, uh, yeah. And then it, I pop up on the send cast occasionally too. I do a lot of the, I do a lot of the interviews and stuff that we get to do, uh, mm. with directors and writers and, uh, yeah, good times.
4: Um, yeah, I'm, I'm around. Cool. Okay. So what we're doing next, Colin, what are we doing next? We don't have any plans for what we're doing next, which is why I asked you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no. Well, you and I have already read a story and watched a movie.
4: <gasps> That's what we're doing <laughs> next. usually the case. Wait, what? I, I don't see why we wouldn't. Oh my goodness. Oh, all right. What good did call. did you just say, Seth? We are going to do yeah. The Map of Tiny Perfect Things. Yes, which is a story hmm. from... It's it's uh, Les Grossman, right? <gasps> yeah, Lev Grossman. Lev Grossman.
2: Les Grossman. Yeah. <laughs> Diet Coke. So that's a short story, and it's a movie that's on uh, Amazon. Netflix. Sweet. Is this a newer movie? Yeah, it's it's pretty new. Ah. It came out this year. Oh. Yeah.
3: Why does Lev Grossman sound familiar, though? Who, what else has he written?
2: Uh, the Magicians.
3: Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Um Yeah, it's on Prime Video, so... Sweet. That is what we'll do. Okay. That will be a nice short one, easy one to read that I've already read. <laughs> I've already watched the movie. I'll probably watch the movie So again. you're saying the Might Tiny Perfect things, is a short one? <laughs> yes. That's what she's in. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't get out of here without one of those. Huh? Nice. Okay. So that is what we will do. Uh, and then we'll figure out what we'll do for the next month. Okay, so uh, we'll sign off then uh, with the traditional Pavement Pounder's blessing. Uh, may the rose... <laughs> <laughs> uh, that didn't work. <laughs> All right. Until next time, may the road rise up to meet you, and may the book always fall open to where you left off. So bye, everybody. Ciao. Well, thanks for doing that, Jonathan. We, yeah, We are man. somewhat unstructured, as you might have uh, realized. No, I love it.